welcome back everybody to episode 13 of the Big Chef Little Chef Gaming Podcast. My name is Will, and this week I am joined by a cunning linguist, Rob. <laughs> oh my god. Every time. <laughs> it's just your reaction that makes it so funny. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No, it's been, how have you been? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. A little bit, little bit fraught, a little bit stressed, but a uh, lot of stuff going on with wedding planning and work and everything like that. But, you know, it's always something nice to look forward to is coming and spending an hour with you chatting about games and food, mate. What more could a guy want? So uh, we're all good, babe. Well, exactly. All good. So, so good. All good. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us again, guys. Uh, we've got a great little show for you. Uh, before we start, another few little shouts out. Not too many this week. First of all, I want to say a massive shout out to the Vanishing Grace, who we've met over Twitter over the past week. We've actually helped them reach over 250 followers on Twitter. So congratulations to them. Uh, big shout out to a new gentleman that's listening to the show. This guy is called, I'm going to hopefully I get his name right. It's Kino Kobo-chan, and he's a listener from over in the Philippines. He's become a new listener, and he absolutely loves the show. Uh, we can't go into too much detail, but he's having a bit of a hard time at home at the moment. And when things allow us to, we're going to try and see if we can get him on the show as a guest to cheer him up because he's having a bit of a hard time. So keep going, mate. Everything will be fine. Don't you worry. And we'll uh, yeah, we'll look forward to having you on the show at some point. Uh, another shout out to You Know It's Linz on Twitter. Uh, she got an A in her uni or school course, and she's actually going to university in September. And we've been messaging her on Twitter over the past week. So congratulations on getting the A. You've absolutely smashed it. Well done. Um, we've got to say thank you to Phil Clarkful last week for letting us use his song Bubble. What did you think of the song, Rob? Did you enjoy it? I think it was a really good song. I enjoyed like really enjoyed it. It was really good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it, we're, we're going to try and get some more of his songs off over the next couple of weeks or so. But no, it was really good. It perfect fitting to the end of the podcast so thank you phil for letting us use your song um our good friend matt fryers who we was the first artist that we played a few weeks ago big shout out to him he had his first gig in manchester on wednesday last week so if you're listening matt hope it went well sorry that we couldn't be there but next time you're in our neck of the woods sheffield derbyshire kind of way then we will definitely be there to uh to listen to your to your gig i'm a bit gutted we couldn't really go rob it would have been i know would have been would awesome. have been amazing. Yeah, it would have been. Um, but we have another new artist this week. Um, this is a good friend of mine, personally, a, a gentleman called Johnny Bryan. He's a DJ, so we've got some electronic dance music for you listeners this week. Uh, he's a DJ from Birmingham, and he set up a collective called The Trip The Light. And they stream on Facebook and Twitch, and we're going to be playing his new track, Dreams. And you can find him on Facebook, but his biggest place where he does all of his content is over Twitch. And his channel is TTF, TTLF001. And there's, it's a label of um, electronic dance music DJs. And there's Johnny, Josh, Chris, Phil, Pete and Matt who all run the label. So hopefully you'll all enjoy a bit of a upbeat dance track uh, at the end of the show. So that's all the shout outs for this week. We don't have a guest this week. So it's just the two of us, Rob. I know. Back it's been a while basic. since it's just been those two. It has been, fair. isn't it? Yeah, it has been. Yeah. I've, en- I've enjoyed the dynamic of having an extra person, but it's, yeah, I think it might be quite nice to just go back to basics and just, just me and you, mate. So, yeah. So, yeah. so we'll, we'll crack on, mate. So, we'll first of all start, as always, with what we've been playing over the past week. 
Have you been playing anything exciting, mate? Do you know what? Uh, uh, I, I would like to say I have. Uh, I played this game called uh, Armello. Okay. This is a, a game on Game Pass, and it's like a strategy role-play dice game. It's really odd. Um, I've been playing Knockout City. Yeah, we we oh, played that straight away after the last episode, didn't we? Oh my god, it was so good. Uh, Manita, have you been playing it? I've been playing a little bit of it. Yeah. What do you yeah. think? I think I think it's uh, odd, very odd, weird. Uh, uh, I didn't expect it to be that type of that that, that game. Um, if anybody's playing it, you know, you, you basically start off as a giant megalodon shark, is it? Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you, then you die, and you have a baby, and your baby, and you're the baby, and you have to eat chomp on fish to grow bigger and bigger and bigger, and there's like alligators that try and kill you, and there's all sorts of stuff. You start off in like the swampy end, then you build your way up. Uh, so it's really good. Like it, it's just weirdly in in like these bosses and all sorts of stuff. So that's uh, it's a pretty good game. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Far Cry Five. Yeah, getting trying, trying to complete it. It's such a long game. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm downloading uh, the catch at the moment, uh, which is a fishing carp course fishing. Okay. Uh, so I thought, you know, why not? Uh, and Mech Warrior Five, which has come out on Game Pass as well. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, to bring back some memories. Of, I uh, um, I went on machine. Oh yeah, I love Mech games. Not played them in ages. Like Titanfall, that was what I loved about Titanfall was the uh, yeah. just the Mech aspect of it. That was great. <laughs> you know, I went on Amazon yesterday. I've gone and bought myself a little uh, two terabyte hard drive the playstation so i can now rather than having to just delete every game and then reinstall it i can just put everything onto a hard drive and then move it across so it means i can start playing gta nice. again i can play cold war without really having to worry juggling around my hard drive of oh, what can i have what can't i have so looking forward to getting that um hopefully it just means i can play a more variety of games because right now you know, if i've got warzone and well, warzone and cold war that takes up like 400 500 meg uh, it's mega, it's mega gigs, isn't it? Mega gigs. So uh, it limits what I can have on my PlayStation. It doesn't really help me play stuff. But I've played a few different games this week. Um, me and Mark from 100 Things Podcast, we actually played a bit of Wreckfest together um, on Monday, Tuesday last week. That was a good nice. crack. Although his connection was a bit dodgy. So there was a bit in one of the races where he was, I think he was in like first or second, and then his connection went and he ended up just like in 10th. It was just not, he wasn't happy about uh-huh. it. But no, it was a good bit of a crack. We had a good fun time playing that. Then I've just been playing a bit of Resident Evil, trying to get Horizon done. Um, I've got further than I ever got before. So the stage where I'm at now is past where my save file corrupted the, when I first played it. So everything I'm experiencing now is for the first time. So I'm glad I'm at that stage. So just going to keep playing along with that. And then I also got a chance to play a bit of Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, the other day, which oh, is the game okay. for game for June, yeah, pretty good so far. Um, I only played like the first mission. The controls are a little bit. I need to reinvert very my controls. Diff- yeah, I think yeah, they're very difficult. I think yeah, it wasn't the easiest, but that would be a Star Wars game. I loved um, Rogue Squadron when I was a kid. So 
anything that's like Rogue Squadron for me is just something I'm looking forward to playing. So yeah, I'll definitely be playing a little bit more of that. And then the other thing that I've been playing is obviously our Game Plus feature that we've been playing, which I can't wait to tell you about. So, um, but I kind of want to hear your thoughts first. So for, for new listeners, every week we have a Game Plus feature. I predominantly play on PlayStation and Rob predominantly plays on Xbox. So I choose a game for him on Game Pass. And he chooses a game for me on PlayStation Plus. And last week I chose a game that you were pretty much, very much looking forward to, wouldn't you say? I was not looking forward to any part of that. <laughs> so what did and I, I give... streamed it as well. I streamed it a little bit. I, missed, I, well. I missed the stream. I'm so sorry. I never got around to, I to did, doing it. It's we didn't even. As well. To be fair, you didn't even message me to tell me that you were doing it. So. <laughs> I can understand I why. I'm sorry. So tell all the listeners. But what, I, I didn't, what did I, I, give I didn't you? want to. Uh, yeah. Wow. What did I give literally you? like? If anyone's played it or seen any clips of it, it's a horrific game, and it's called uh, Outlast Two. And uh, yeah, my God, scariest thing I've ever. Like it's a scary game. Like I don't mind that like, Resident Evil and. Uh, stuff like that, but Jesus Christ, like this this game is meant to make you scared, chills, like the things you hear, you know, you're walking through the woods and it's pitch black, can't see can't see your hand in front of your face sort of thing. Yeah. And you're just hearing all these rustling and and then there was one point where there was like a giant dude dressed as a Grim Reaper and he's like you you know, God doesn't want you anymore and you're like uh okay and then you're hearing all these footsteps everywhere and people talking and and you're like peeping around the corner and there's people just stood there like in the middle of a cemetery or whatever uh it's crazy uh yeah not a good game <laughs> uh, it's a good game but not personally i i you know i can't keep playing these games like there's, there's only so many pairs of underwear you can go through <laughs> How long did you actually play it for? How long did you? Because the first, so I gave Rob Outlast one to play a few months ago, and you played I think about an hour of it, maybe. How long did you manage to get out of this one? Uh, I got like an hour and twenty minutes into it. Okay, and how many pairs of pants did you go through? About fifteen. Fifteen. Good lap. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The washing's piled up now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a scary game. Uh, thank God they haven't made a third one. I think they're planning on. Doing as far it. as I know, they're, they're planning. No, on well, doing. I'm, not, I'm not playing it. I'm not playing it. <laughs> that's it. I refuse to play. It. Just don't tell me it's come out on Game Pass and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't tell you when it's coming yeah. out. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, if I had to rate it out out of five, uh, scare factor five, hundred <laughs> percent. Scare Factors Five, but uh, it, overall, um, it it has to be a three. Yeah, I figured you'd probably give it around a three. I mean, I, I played it. I I love horror games, and for those that haven't played it, it is fucking scary. You yeah, you you can't. It's not an exaggeration. No, like, it, it really scary. is. But what makes it more scary is the fact that you can't attack back. You can only hide. So it just increases that scare factor. And all you really have as you're in the environment to help you is your camcorder to let you see in the dark. And even with that, the more you use it, the more battery you use up. So it's that kind of give and take between when do I use it, when don't I use it. 
So yeah, uh, it is a very scary game. But I'm impressed that you did an hour and twenty minutes, mate. I'm I'm impressed. So it's yeah, it's scary. Well, what well what done. did I give you? So you gave me Operation Tango, which go on then. It's it, I loved it. It was great. It's a so it's a two player cooperative game. Um, one of you plays a hacker, and the other one plays the spy. And the hacker helps the spy get through each of the missions. So you have to take on um, evil geniuses to rescue things from server mainframes and things like that. And it's just really interesting and cool. And it, it reminds me, I, outside of lockdown, when, when we can again, me and the missus, we love going doing escape rooms. Because it's like a really tactical, you're working together to kind of solve puzzles and yeah. stuff. And this game really reminded me of a, an escape room. Um, I'd love to be one. There's a table one in Chesterfield, aren't there? Yeah, they are. Well, we'll, we'll go together when we can. Um, but yeah, so I actually played it with a friend who came round to the house, and we've got two TVs up. And but really, you should be playing it where you can't see the other person's screen. I didn't cheat that much, but there was a times where you were like, I'd look over and see what he was doing. But there are things like you've got to speak out certain patterns that you've got to put into computers and. It's really tactical and it's really about communication. Um, but no, it was really fun. I think we did four or five of the missions. Um, I think we played for about two, two and a half hours. But yeah, really good. <laughs> Anybody that's got PlayStation Plus, get it downloaded. Speak to a friend that's got a microphone and just have a blast with it. I'd give it a good 4.2 out of 10. Oh, out of 5, sorry. It was a lot of fun. And I think it's cross-play as well, actually. So I think me and you could play it at some point. Ooh. Um, but yeah, really good fun. Really enjoyed it. Thank you for letting me play it, and I'll I'll be keeping playing that on top. So uh, so yeah, that was our game plus for for this week. This week coming though, mate, I've got you a better game. Uh, with the rumours going around about Battlefield, I'm going to get you to play the newest one, Battlefield Five. Oh, are you legend? I thought you might enjoy that. Absolute beast. So you I love Battlefield. On thought you might do mate so this is i think this is the newest one isn't it battlefield 5 yeah yeah I, mean, I, I like I, I smashed that um battlefield one if anybody knows what that is battlefield one that is in like the old uh fashioned one but the battlefield five it's the uh world war latest one, is, one yeah. World war, yeah world war three uh scenario so yeah that's um, what that's what i've got you mate battlefield five <gasps> I thought, so I thought I'm, starting made... to light. I'm starting to light, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've put you off a little bit before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for you, what have I got? Uh, this week, you have a favourite. Now, I've completed one, two, and three, but I've okay. never seen four. Right. So, Uncharted 4, oh. The Thief's End. Ah! I love Uncharted. Uncharted's amazing. My, one of my favourite series of all time, so very happy with that. I'm pretty sure that's on the uh, PS Plus collection thing. So, and I, I have it somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, I should easily be able to do that. So perfect, oh, it's amazing. It's not, from what I remember, the ending wasn't incredible, uh, but it was. It's just. It's, yeah. It was a great end to an amazing series. I mean, I've been playing them since the very beginning. Um, Nathan Drake, such an amazing character, and they're they're making a film about it as well with Tom Holland. Are they really? Yeah, because I, I remember. Um, see, what I used to do is 
when Tash, me and Tash were younger, like 10 years ago, uh, and I used to come and stay at Tash's mum and dad's house. Um, we, I, I, on like a weekend or whatever that I wasn't working, I used to jump on Phil's PlayStation 3 mm. and play Uncharted 2 and 3. And he used to get dead angry because he used to complete it and then like save it and he'd be fuming because he'd never play it. The thing I love about the Uncharted is it was the first time I ever played a video game where it felt like I was playing a movie. Yeah. And if you've played the games before, you'll know what I mean. That it, it it's just there's no other game really like it, or there wasn't until they came out. There, I think to me they pioneered the idea of an interactive movie experience. Um, yeah, it's just oh mate, yeah, can't wait for that. I'll be I'm gonna download that straight away when I get down. So. Uh, so yeah, so that's our Game Plus feature. We'll have a little bit of a chat about what we've been watching over the past week. I'll be honest, I've not watched that much. Um, so I've just I've finished the first season of Love, Death and Love, Death and Monsters. Beautiful, love it, so good. I'm trying to think which one's my favourite ones. I um, a couple of friends came around the other day, and they'd never heard of it before. So we went through some of the episodes, and I think really my favourite one. It's the sh- it's one of the shortest ones. It's the the Ice Age one, where they look in the freezer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If, so if you've not if you've seen it, you'll know exactly what I mean. If you've not seen it, I won't spoil anything other than the fact that a couple move into an apartment, and there's this old freezer just in their kitchen, and they open it up to find a hidden civilization, and it goes on from there. <laughs> and it, it's just a great little one. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's really good. I it's I really enjoy good. it. And then other than that, um, the other day I came downstairs and Lids has been watching this program called Below Deck, which is on Netflix. Oh, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And I, I remember sitting down going, what the fuck is this garbage that you are watching? And I kind of was just, I was like, you know what? Lids has had a stressful week. She wants to watch it. That's cool. I'll just scroll on my phone, you know, have a bit of a play. And then every once in a while I look up and I'll be like, what is this that she's watching? And I get a bit more interested. And before I knew it, we were like nine episodes in and I was just kind of hooked on it. Phone was down. <laughs> yeah. was watching it. So for those that don't know, it's a TV show on Netflix where they follow a cruise ship charter. And each, each episode, a new group of people come onto the boat that have rented this boat out and they go and do different things. And it's, it's all about the crew on, on this boat. And then if they do well, they get given a tip of normally between like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. And yeah, it's just it's just a, like a reality TV show about the crew on a ship charter. And yeah, it's it's quite quite fun. So yeah, that's what I've been watching pretty much. How about you, mate? Uh, I have been watching um, Lucifer. So I completed the new ones that have just come on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing. Um, Teen Wolf still is still doing that one. Uh, I've watched um, what's it, it was called uh, Neza Reborn. Okay, it's about a dragon king. It's like an anime that's on uh, Netflix. Um, and then uh, been watching How to Train a Dragon with the Kids. Oh, I love those. Films. And Skylines. Oh yeah. That with- Fucking amazing film that is. Such an amazing film. That's the um, one. Is it got? Is it got Michael Penner? Is it Michael Penner in it? Um, is that right? 
Is it on Netflix? Yes. So it's the one with mysterious vi- alien virus begun to endanger humanity. Elite team of soldiers that are like launching space to kill the threat for good. And she's got like powers and it's got oh, yeah. Lindsay Morgan in and yeah 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 no it's not the one I was thinking of but no yeah it is quite a good one actually so yeah awesome anything else you've been watching that's about it do you know what uh, I've been watching a lot of um, Daniel Sloss oh the comedian guy oh yeah so yeah. funny he is really he's funny. so funny very funny um we um yeah comedy Love I know him. what I'm looking forward to watching next week so on the 9th of June, the new Disney Plus series Loki starts on Wednesday, Ugh. 9th of June. So we, me and the missus, we loved WandaVision. She wasn't a massive fan of Winter Soldier and uh, the Falcon guy. So we've not, I've yeah. not finished watching that yet, but she's a massive fan of Tom Hiddleston and Loki. So we will be watching that on Wednesday for sure. So yeah, I can't wait well, for that. Well, the new um... so the things that are coming up on Netflix very shortly, like uh, they're bringing the new season of Seven Deadly Sins mm-hmm. is coming out, and then Masters of the Universe Revelation oh, yeah. is coming out on Netflix, uh, which I can't wait for, and then Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw that's coming out, which is like um. Some of the things that are coming out on Netflix, which are meant to be like amazing. Mm. Fair enough. Can't, well, yeah, Hobson Shaw, I need to see that, so I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. So that's what we've been watching. Now, normally we would move on to have our little bit of a cook off, but because there's only the two of us, we've decided against doing a full blown cook off, and we'll save that for next week when our guest next week comes on. So instead, what we're going to do is, is one of our fellow podcasters called It Goes Down in the PM. She had a bit of an issue uh, over the week where she'd gone and bought four pounds of steak that expired soon after it was purchased. And she's been wanting some recipes. And I thought that we would share some of the community stores. And seeing the fact that Rob is a trained chef, we would put it to him and see what he would do with a bit of steak Um what the best recipe he could come up with. So that's what we're going to do. But before we start, Rob, do you want to know who won What Have You Cooked last week? Go on then, go on. It was a big one this week, mate. It really was. So in third place, it was Outlaw Gaming Stake with 5% of the vote. People weren't, people weren't loving that salad. We thought it looked great, but... It wasn't, it wasn't up to everybody. So that leaves first and second between my Pete and prawn risotto, and your lasagna. What do you think? Who do you think? Who do you think took it? I never win him. You never win him. I never win him. Well, guess what, mate? I didn't win it. <laughs> With sixty-three oh, percent of the public vote, your lasagna took it. Yes! Congratulations, mate. Wow. Congratulations. The first time. Um, you... actually, I always seem to lose them, and that's why I was like, well, I'd lost it. No, you won't. It's, it seems that the, the public public like a, a cheeky lasagna. Yeah, they do, mate. Yeah. 
Everybody yes. loves cheese. Grandma's lasagnas on the way. Exactly, mate. So yeah, sixty-three percent of the public vote you won, my friend. So, so that's it. So we shall, we'll move on to this little bit of a different subject, still food related, and I'll uh, I'll get some yeah. bit of, get a bit of sensual music on the background just to talk about this. <laughs> Always worth it. So yeah, so it goes down on the PM. She bought all this steak. She hasn't eaten beef in years. She really wanted some kind of recipe ideas. So this is what the public said, and then I'm going to put it to Rob to see what he thinks as a trained chef. So first and foremost, when she mentioned it to me, the first thing I thought of is with, with steak that was going out of date, put it into a stew, you know, low and slow, put it through, serve it with a bit of vegetables, a bit of beef nice. stock, you know, maybe kind of like uh, pan fry the beef first with a bit of flour over the top just to give it a bit of extra color. Um, but then I asked her a very key and important question which is what kind of cut of meat it was. Because you don't really want to use... Very, the same, very important. Very important. <laughs> and it turned out that she was actually using sirloin. So sirloin, is okay. it, it isn't really the best for stewing, I wouldn't say. Would you probably agree with me on that? Um, if, if, if I had to, I would use it. But there's other ways that you could use a sirloin steak. But yeah, no, yeah, I wouldn't... If I had to, last yeah. Option. If you had, yeah. If you had no other way. choice, but I think but there's there's better things you can do with a sirloin. Better cooked, yeah. yeah, definitely. So what I suggested is she just very simple, season it with salt and pepper, sear it off on a frying pan, and then finish it off in the oven, and just serve it with seasonal veg and a red wine sauce. That was that was what I kind of thought. Our good friend rate my sausage. He said that we should make a Yorkshire pud wrap, which I thought was pretty awesome. I love that idea. So take, get a nice big Yorkshire pudding, sear off your steak, bit of caramelised onion gravy, wrap up your Yorkshire pudding, turn it into a wrap. Fucking job done. I love that idea. That was great. What do you think to this one? This was a good one. The Booze and Spirits podcast, they said this. They said to marinate it in orange juice, minced onion, crushed garlic, chopped parsley and cilantro with salt and pepper, cumin and a whole coriander, bit of olive oil, and then grill, pan, fry, or broil it, and then slice thin and serve in tacos or nachos. Oh. And I've done something very similar to that, with, but I've done it with pork, and you do it like moho, so you put like mint, uh, lemons, oranges, sugar, um, and then you do it like um, rum, like white rum in it. Okay, yeah. And you shred it down, and you'd use that like a shredded, shredded um, beef sort of thing. I've done that before um, when I worked awesome. at Pump and Grind. Yeah. So what else? So um, Malice After Midnight, they said that they were going to do a quick sear on both sides of the pan with butter and then slow cook it in a roasting pan or a Dutch oven, cover three quarters of the way with water and add two beef bouillon cubes, a tablespoon of browning sauce, and then add one packet of Lipton onion soup mix and bake on 350 degrees for a few hours. Now, I've never really heard of anything like that, but that to me sounds interesting. No, I've never heard anything like that. Yeah, it does sound interesting. I, I think I'd like to see that. So, Malice, if you uh, can send us the full recipe that you get from this, we, we'll, we'll definitely share it, and it's something that I'd like to try. Uh, the Wine and Dine Storytime podcast, they just said, keep it simple, butter, garlic, cracked black pepper, and sea salt. Simple steaks, nice. can't complain. 
and then finally, I had to say it, Pod. They've said salt, pepper, garlic, herb de Provence, and sear with melted butter, and base with the butter as it cooks. Again, simple. It's steak. You know, you don't want to overly complicate it. Um, but, you know, those are the kind of key ingredients that we'd be using for a steak for sure. So out of them, which would you... If you had to choose one of those that I've just mentioned, who would you choose then, as from the chef's perspective? I go like quite simple, yeah. but like there's other ways that you could do it. Like you can make a like a beef stroganoff, oh, which is like um, a mushroom, creamy mushroom sauce with your steak, and you put like red bell peppers into it and stuff, and serve it with uh, tagliatelle or. Could you do it with rice as well? You could do it. Uh, yeah, you could do it with rice, yeah. yeah. Do it with rice, yeah. Or mashed potatoes. Uh, you can, you can do, you can, you know, you can make a chimichurri um, and uh, baste it in that. Um, so that's like uh, garlic, olive, oregano, red wine, um, parsley, all blitzed into with olive oil mm. uh, and then you marinate your steak in that so the vinegar the red wine vinegar breaks down the proteins in your steak so it becomes ridiculously tender okay and then you sear it on both sides in a hot skillet and then slice it you know thinly and uh, it's meant to like it just melts in your mouth because of the vinegar and it breaks the proteins down okay that's banging. Absolutely banging. That sounds awesome. Well, it goes down. There's some recipes for you there, my love. You can, if you want any recipes from Rob, don't forget to at him at, at Mr. UVG and he'll uh, he'll send some recipes your way. If anybody listening 100%. in the community has some recipe ideas that they want to share with us, please just DM us on Twitter and we'll talk about it on the show and we'll send some recipes over. Rob is a very amazingly trained chef and will help you with any of your culinary needs so yep sorry for the lack of a cook-off this week but we'll be back again next week to do a full-on cook-off with our guest for next week so we're looking forward to that so and thank you for your um your chef's ideas for for the beef mate That's we shall right, anytime we shall move swiftly on to our <laughs> would you rather before we do our would you rather for this week, are you ready to see what Twitter thought about our ones for last week, mate? Go on then. So two of them were quite close. The other one, which right. I'm pretty sure you can imagine which one, um, was a little bit not close. <laughs> so, yeah. so 56% of Twitter said that they would rather go back to the past to go and see their um, family members that had passed away than go yeah, into the future to go and meet their kids and grandkids. 57% of Twitter said they would rather swim in maple syrup over Nutella. Yes, wow. And then the next one caused a little bit of a stir on Twitter, I must say. I don't think uh, people were expecting this one. So, uh, Jamie, mate, thank you for this one, Outlaw Gaming. Um, he asked, would you rather eat ass after a person's had diarrhea or eat your mum's used tampon? <sighs> <laughs> wow. And are you ready to hear what Twitter thought? Go on, then. 80% said they would rather eat ass. Which is, to be fair, <laughs> I kind of expected that to be the case. But there was a lot of people that... So our favourite postie, um, 
that listens every single week. Mortified. He, he said he nearly puked when he was listening to it. Mortified. Oh, mortified. So, sorry, sorry, Posty. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Um, it's not our fault. You know, this is a would you rather. This is what is to be expected, you know. It's, yeah, you can say you know, whatever you want to say. Exactly. It's free range. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, obviously, there's only two of us, but I do have a would you rather from somebody from the community for this week. So, nice. one of our listeners, JT Silius on Twitter, he asks this one. Would you rather have, for life, a constantly wet left foot or have everything you eat for the rest of your life taste like mint? I don't mind mint. See, I don't mind mint, but... I don't I like want... a wet foot either. But do I want everything that I eat? to taste like how wet are we talking wet foot are we talking like feels like you put your foot in uh, like a bowl of uh, water or just a damp sock because your feet's wet see when i when i'm reading it out i'm thinking more like the damp sock because i wouldn't like mind... an average damp sock yeah that like you've been you know we're working in order that's fine i, think I can I'd... deal with that yeah if, put... if it was like if it was like wet that water is wet. Uh, if it was wet, um, yeah, mm, I'd be up in the air. But yeah, no wet sock. I go for wet sock. Yeah, you go for. Because you can go taste sock. different flavors. Because like, yeah, you, you. This is the thing. Like, I like mint, but not all the time for the rest of my life. Like anything that you ate would just taste like mint, and you'd get tired of that. I think anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, you, so, start, you start eating other things that you shouldn't yeah, eat, just because yeah. taste mint. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so thank you to uh, JT Silius for asking us that question. And as always, guys, if you have any would-you-rathers, please let us know in the DMs on Twitter, and we'll be happy to uh, talk about them on the show. My would-you-rather this week is, would you rather have to say all of your sentences backwards or have to communicate through charades for a week? Oh, mate. <laughs> A full on these charades. I'm for going to raise for a week, definitely. Oh it's yeah, fucking hilarious. <laughs> We're watching a film. This is a camera. Yeah. It's a book. <laughs> God, we all know it. We all know it. Um, yeah, definitely, hundred percent trades for a week. I'm going for that. Uh, so mine is. Uh, would you rather spend the night in a luxury hotel room? Or camping surrounded by beautiful scenery. Ooh. Now I prefer camping. What kind of camping facilities are there? Is the question. Oh, Jesus Christ! No, are we are we, are we talking like a basic like a basic tent, or are we talking like uh, a camper van? Because obviously, with a lovely hotel room, you kind of know what you're going to get. Okay, glamping. Right. Or okay, a lovely we'll hotel room. Glamping right. or a Glam- ridiculously dead nice hotel room. Glamping all day, every day. If it was I'd beautiful love- scenery, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Because you can go and do a hotel room anytime, but you know, being able to enjoy the countryside and all the noises that oh, go on at especially night. Especially where we are, the countryside's yeah. amazing, right? Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. I, yeah, definitely camping every time. Great little question, that mate. I like that one. Awesome. So uh, thank you for your would-you-rathers. And again, thank you, JT Silius, for your would-you-rather. We shall move on to our community questions. Now, I've got a good one here. So this is our good friend, Rate My Sausage. You know, last Mm. week we asked... um, So this is more about a fact about one of our community questions from last week. uh, Oh, my God, am I going to get, like, a 
what you call it, said. That's wrong. No, that's no, wrong. No, 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 absolutely not. No, this is a very interesting fact. So last week we asked whether a runny egg belongs on a sandwich. Ah, right. So Richard. according to Rate My Sausage, uh, the RAF slang for a fried egg sandwich is an egg banjo. And it originates okay. from the fact that it always drips on your clothes, at which point you hold the butty away from you and should try to wipe the yolk off with the other hand. And it looks like you're playing a banjo. Ah, yeah. So that's what it's called. So thank you, Rate My Sausage, for that interesting wow. fact. It was, uh, it was a very interesting one. And then he's also given us a community question for this week as well. So, you know, Rate My Go Sausage, on, you're an absolute legend. So here is his community question. If you ate yourself whole, would you weigh twice as much or nothing at all? Ah, well, see, this is where you have to think logically. Yeah. You started eating yourself whole. Firstly, you wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's impossible. But uh, depending on the time frame, because obviously you'd have to digest yourself at the same time. <laughs> um, so it'd be very complex there is some there is a symbol uh you've seen it multiple times where there's uh like a snake eating itself oh yeah i forgot what it's called um but yeah that's the uh um it's called uh or or it's like a ser- yeah, it's like a serpent, and it's a serpent that eats itself. It's called yes, an Ouroboros. That's an emblematic a, yeah. serpent of an ancient Egypt and Greece, represented with its tail and its mouth, continually devouring itself and reborn and being reborn from itself. So yeah, and so you I guess you find it on snakes. Snakes do. do do that. But I guess in that way, then the answer would be that you would stay exactly the same because you wouldn't wait twice as much and you wouldn't weigh nothing at all you would just constantly be in limbo going around and yourself yeah, yeah. So you would like a never ending yeah yeah never ending so yeah haha we've got your answer to that one it's neither you'd weigh exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> he's come up with some great ones i'll have to tell you at, at the end of the show but he's had some great ones in terms of vampires and stuff like that because he said something i think he said on, on twitter the other week something like if vampires can't see themselves in the mirror, then how come they're always clean-shaven when you see them in movies and films? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got some good ones. Have you got any community questions for this week? What's the most disgusting but funny thing you've seen or done? What's the most disgusting but funny thing I've ever seen? Um, <laughs> when I was... Uh, I think I was probably twenty twenty-one. And I went out with my cousin and his friends to a house party. I think they were only maybe like 15, 16 at the time. And I was obviously meant to be the one that was looking after them. But, you know, as young kids do, they kind of go off. And we were drinking a little bit. And one of my cousin's mates got so paralytic drunk, it was unbelievable. And we ended up having to carry him home practically because I don't think he could even get into a taxi. I think we we managed to get him into a taxi after like an hour of walking because he'd stopped just acting like a complete arsehole. And then we got him home and we had to put him as he was getting home, he ended up puking all over himself. Now my cousin's house was quite a 
big house, quite a nice house. So we had to take all his clothes off, get him butt naked to trawl him through the house and then get him into the bathtub where he then puked again on himself as we had to wash him off because he physically wasn't able to even lift his arm up and then put clothes on him wow. and then get him into bed. That was quite disgusting. Um, that was the first <laughs> thing I thought of. How about you? What's the most disgusting thing you've ever had to do or you've seen? Uh, well, uh, I was in Ripley drinking with my cousin. And if we ever meet my cousin, you'll, you'll, you'll tell you the story. And what happened was... Uh, we met well. I met my cousin in um, three bar. It's called in Ripley. It's on the marketplace, and they were doing really cheap Guinness. Now I don't know why, but they were just doing cheap Guinness. I think it was like one pound fifty a pint for Guinness. Really, real cheap. Um, so we met. We, we started talking to these two blokes, and these blokes were like, "Yeah, we'll buy you around, whatever." Do you know what I mean? So they brought us around, and basically what they were doing is, it was like, "Oh, duck, you know, to the bar woman, can I have four pints of Guinness?" Yeah. So basically, I was at one end, and the you know the other blokes were on the other end, and my cousin was in the middle. And uh, so the woman was passing the beers to the first bloke, and we passed it down the line. Well, basically, I necked mine, took my cousin's, necked his, and then my cousin took the two blokes' drinks, and we walked away. Basically, I'd. That night, I ended up continually drinking Guinness, uh, consuming it like like a goldfish uh, that I passed out in the disabled toilets downstairs. And I woke up when I heard my cousin saying bye because we knew the owner, like, you know, bye, Craig. Um, and I literally, like, KO passed out. <laughs> and uh, I ran out the disabled toilets with my trousers down and my T-shirt off. Like completely like trousers died t-shirt up. Stop, wait, stop. And because it's like, oh my god, what state are you in? And he's there pulling me trousers off and walking me across Ripley Marketplace, like half naked. Uh it was messy, absolutely messy. And he took a and loads of people were taking photos and stuff because like I was a mess, <laughs> a mess, and I had a banging anyway when I woke up. Oh my god! And he put me, he put me on the sofa, put a, you know a glass of water and two paracetamol and a sick bucket right next to me. Oh Jesus! And, I, and I've never drunk Guinness since. Oh, I used to, I love a good Guinness, especially in Ireland. I, I, the the oh, Irish that's... beer is just so different to what you get in the UK. So. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I love Guinness, but I can imagine once if you've had that much and you puke from it. Oh, I had about I had about eleven pints. Oh God, that awful. Yeah, Ugh. messy drinking, awful. Anyway, that'll be that. <laughs> we'll move on. Have you got some esports news for us this week? I have. You I have. have. I have. I have. Right. Yeah. Let me get your. Let me get your uh, Esports news music to go. Shuffle in my papers. Shuffle your papers. Um, let me know when I can go. You can go, mate. Oh, sweet. Uh, there's been an ongoing joke over the last years that the UK esports organisation, XL Esports, shares its name with the spreadsheet software Microsoft. <laughs> The esports organisation sometimes gets tagged on Twitter by people wanting to mention the <laughs> spreadsheet software with people tagging at Excel instead of at, at MSXL. 
Some jokes are the tweets shared, memes are made, and nothing else happens uh, any further until now. Microsoft has announced it's sponsoring the Financial Modeling World Cup, a tournament featuring eight individuals representing different countries, including the UK. Uh, this is taking place on June the 8th at 1pm BST. Uh, it's um, billed as a multiplayer battle and will be seeing participants build financial models and use the most of Excel's capabilities to solve complex problems in no time. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> That'll be amazing. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, ah, yes. Summer, sunshine, beaches, cocktails, COVID. Ugh. In case summer also means more Leagues of Legends ac- uh, ac- action for the UK and Irish scene. With the three tiers of UK and Irish competition getting underway, the UKEL and the UKLC and the NLC, most rosters have now been revealed. Um, some of the rosters and broadcast talents in, uh, have been like amazing. Um, and some of the teams or groups are called Excel, Tricks, um, Resolve, Dusty, um, like Group B, you've got Riddle, uh, Godsent, uh, Nordavin, and Galaxy Racer. So some of the big um, uh, esports teams uh, for League of Legends, you know, and the lower tiers are starting to come up into the big game, into the big dogs. Um, then you've got. Uh, have you heard about the method uh, of Minecraft esports? No. What's that? So apparently, there's now going to be an esports of Minecraft regarding uh, Method Rush. There's okay. a new speed runner stream team that's being uh, created to try and set the world record for the fastest time um, from A to Z. So at the end of Dragon. Yeah, uh, from okay. the beginning of that nothing there's going to be a team of four to try and rush because obviously we know that Minecraft can last for days and we've yeah. all been there where we've yeah, played it we've for a few there. hours and time's lost speedrunners people that speedrun from having nothing to having you know complete diamond set fully ready to equip to beat the ender dragon um, so they're going to start doing speed tests starting in the UK. So a team um, has been sorted to get that going. Awesome. Other than that, yeah, it sounds great. Uh, other than that, that's all I've got for esports this week. Ah, interesting week for esports news. I like the idea of a that's Minecraft if... speed run. I think I'd watch that. Like teams fighting off against each other. Yeah, I can see that actually working. That'd be cool. Cool. Yeah, it looks looks good. Right, well, that's our esports news. We shall play a little game now. Now, obviously, for regular listeners, you'll know that we have a collection of different games. Uh, Most of them are mainly suited to three players, but because there's only two of us, we're going to go back to our original game, which is a good old-fashioned 20 questions. Seeing the fact that I have been game master for ages now, we're actually going to turn the tables, and Rob is going to pick a game for me, and I have to guess that in 20 questions. So, do you have your oh, game? I have the game. You have the, the game. game? Right, okay. Yeah. 
Let's go then. So, let me think. How am I going to start this off? Um, hmm. Let me think. Is this game a single player game? Yes. Right, single player game. Is this a console exclusive game? Um, console exclusive. Yes. Console exclusive. Is this game exclusive to Xbox? No. So not Xbox. Oh, do I waste a question? I should. Yeah, I should do. So, is this a Sony exclusive? No. Fuck. That's not what I wanted to hear. Difficult one, it is. I know. Do I, do I then go for... Oh, shit, because it could be PC as well. Um, oh, I'm going to have to ask the question then. So is it is it a Nintendo exclusive? No. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, so it's going to have to be on PC then, so that's okay. Um, no, there's other, other, other gen types of gaming platforms. Oh, come on, you're not giving me a... Alright, okay. Um, is this game made pre-2000? Yes! Right, pre-2000. Okay. Is this a sh shooting game? Yeah. It's a shooting game. Um, is this a first-person shooting game? Yes. Right, so it's a first-person shooting game. Okay. So, so far... I, I can know... give you a little bit of a hint, if you want. Give me, give me a hint at question 10. So I'm at 8 at the moment. So, so far, for listeners, uh, it's a single-player game. It's console-exclusive. Yeah. Not on Xbox, not on Sony, not on Nintendo. Pre-2000, and it's a first-person shooting game. Um, hmm. Is this game set on Earth? Yes. Right, okay. Set on Earth. One more question for 10. So it's a shooting game. So, is this game set in the in like a wartime era no right, okay That's okay you, 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 uh, I will yeah. give you a sentence of it okay okay so it's blank um, which is a, plat a platform shoot em up video game developed and published by Sega okay so it's a Sega game so it's Dreamcast or something like that. Okay. Okay. Is this a side? Oh no, it's a first-person game, so it won't be side-scrolling, would it? Hmm. Published by Sega, shooting game. Fuck. Oh God, that doesn't. It, it helps me, but it doesn't. It doesn't help me at the same time. 
it's difficult. Like, it is difficult. I hate being on the other side of it. I, this is why I like being game master because I can yeah, just well, sit there <laughs> laughing away, going, "Oh, you can't guess it." Um, right. Okay, I'm trying to remind myself of the questions to ask because I've got a few good ones that, that help. Uh, so it's not made to pre two thousand Sega. Fuck. So it wouldn't be Sonic because that's first person. Uh, that's not sorry. That's not first person. Shit, I can't think of any Sega first person games. Really? Wow. Not off the top of my head. I take this isn't a question, but I take taking this is a very popular game. Uh, it was was a popular game. They've made I, I can I can tell you they've made multiple films upon it. Okay. Has there like been it's, had, a... it's had the whole shebang. It's had TV series. It's had films. It's had figurines. It's had all sorts. Fuck. Has there been a game? So, so the original game was made pre two thousand. Has there been a game made since? Yes. But not on. Xbox, Sony, or Nintendo. Because you said it was a console exclusive game. Well, it was, but yeah, no. So, uh, it's not, so it's not the original, it's not now. The original was Sega. Right, the original came out on Sega, and then since then. Oh, fuck, I can't even think about what question to ask now. This is awful. Um, uh, I'll tell you, it's, it came out on a 16-bit cartridge. Right, so that's like Mega Drive. So did it come out on the Sega Mega Drive? Yes. Right, okay. So you've got the console, the platform. So it originally came out on the Mega Drive, but then since then it's come out. So the, the games that have come out since pre to post-2000, have they been... It's only been one, as far as I can remember. Only one since. And has that been a multi-platform game? It has been a multi-platform game. Terrible game. (laughs) (laughs) It's multi-platform. I can't think of any fucking Sega games. This is awful. I'm just trying to think about what I used to play on. Has Has this game come out on the Dreamcast? No. Not on the Dreamcast. Okay. And there's been films, TV series, figurines. Yeah, you definitely would have watched all the films. Maybe the TV series. Yeah, you would have watched TV series if I've seen them. See, all I'm thinking. The problem with Sega is all I can think of is either Sonic or like Fantasy Star Online. I can't think of any first-person shooters set on Earth, not in the wartime. So is it set in the future? No. So so it's present present day? Yeah, it always seems to be present. Even the films like seem to be like present day when they get made. <laughs> set present day. First-person shooting game. 
is the lead character male? Yes, there's, 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 there's four lead male characters. Four of them. And do you... How many questions have you got now? I'm on 50, that was 15. So I've got five okay. more, and I guess. Right. Give me a clue at like 18 or something like that. So, you say that there's four male lead characters. Do you play yeah. as all four of them, or do you just play as one of them? One. Uh, on the new one, you can play as all four. On the old one, you can play as two, I believe. And can you can you switch between the two, or is it just... No, it's like you choose what, that one right, character. Right, choose one them. or two. Right, okay. probably gonna sound like a stupid question but i need to ask it is this do you say it's a shooting game is it a shooting game with guns uh sort of guns or actual guns not actual guns yeah right okay this is really confusing i'm hating this <laughs> i just kind of want to get it over done with now um <laughs> uh, so not at work they're not actual guns, so what else could that be? Are you... <clears throat> are they... In the game, are you fighting human enemies? No. You're not fighting... No, them. that's the big That's the big key. They're not fighting human. Right. No human, no alien. Well, no aliens. But you're fighting something. Not fighting humans or aliens. Okay, so I'm just going to go through the questions again for the listeners so that they know what we've, what we've used so far. So this is a single-player game that when it first came out, it was a console exclusive. Not for Xbox, not for Sony, not for Nintendo, but we found out that it was for the Sega Mega Drive, the first game. This was the first game came out in pre-2000. There has been a game since that's multi-platform, but it was awful. It's a first-person shooting game set on Earth, not in the wartime era. It wasn't on the Dreamcast. Set present day with four male lead characters not using actual guns and you're not fighting humans or aliens so that's 17 questions of us so you can give me another clue after the next question. i'll give you one now because it's quite a difficult one okay okay so i'll give you three of the main characters and then a sentence i'm hoping you'll get it okay so playable characters first names peter ray or Igon. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, I get that. Okay. Was that, was that a first person? Sh- was that a first person? Yeah, game? it was. Well, I didn't even know that. Right, okay. It so it's Ghost, Ghostbusters. Uh, and the... Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man, that was such a great. One. That was a such a great one. film. Oh mate, I didn't even hang on. I didn't even seen Mega Drive Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was Sega Sega Mega Drive Genesis era. Made in uh, nineteen ninety one, but I remember playing it. Uh, nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety one. I remember playing it. Um... Are you sure it looks here like this? This is third person, not first person. No. 
definitely first person. Single player, shoot them up. Yeah, but first person or third person. But it's, it, it, it's third person <laughs> oh, and so first you... person. Oh, right, okay. So we had a bit of a mixture of both with it. Yeah. Oh. It's also... Um, the... Ghost was game by was done by Activision. Okay, interesting. Well, I guessed it. Thank you. For, well, to be fair, I, there's no yeah. way I'd have guessed that if you hadn't given me that last clue. I, I would never have thought about that. Never, <laughs> never, 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 never. Awesome. Sorry. Right. Well, well, we guessed it. So thank you for that, mate. And um, we're actually been quite good here. We're, we're on pretty good time, mate. We're currently on an hour long. So. It's amazing, it's amazing what happens when, when you don't have a, a guest. <laughs> a guest. It's shortening your time a bit. It does a little bit, doesn't it? So we are nearing the end, and we shall finish off, as always, with our gaming news, gaming story, and then we will leave you with a little bit of an upbeat dance classic. So, Rob, do you want to start with your gaming news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got yeah. quite a bit, so I can Go on, then. Hit me with it. your gaming news. Ubisoft announced a roadmap of its 2020 action RPG Assassin's Creed Valhalla includes two DLCs and one bonus mission. Uh, The Legend of Beowulf, available exclusively to those who pre-purchase the game's season pass. First expansion, Wrath of Jury, is released in May, and leaked information about the second DLC has already begun to surface. Um, The Wrath of Dewey's takes Ivor to Ireland... Uh, and offers about 8 to 20 hours of content, depending on how thoroughly a player explores the territory. Um, so the next one that they have, uh, it's been released accidentally, apparently, um, that it is going to be in Paris. Okay. Well, they're going, uh, back, to they're back, back, they're going back to Paris after um, Unity. Yeah. Okay. So, which is crazy, which, you know, obviously it's a rumour, but, mm. you know, what rumours are like. Um, in less than a week until Friday release of Ratchet and Clank yeah. Rift Apart. Got it pre-ordered, it can't wait. The PlayStation 5's biggest exclusive release yet. PlayStation has been hyped up for its biggest release in 2021. It seems that PlayStation developers Insomniac have left one secret left to share before the game arrives. However, players who purchased Wreck-It and Clank Rift Apart and download the game's day one patch will gain access to a game's performance and performant RT visual modes. Can't wait for that. Yeah, so they're doing a the performance thing- mode for Ratchet and Clank will be confined of 60 frames per second to achieve uh, the game's resolution, which will drop to 4K as necessary. The performance RT mode will also prioritize 60 frames per second. However, it will also prioritize Ratchet and Clank uh, ray tracing visual features. That means that the resolution will drop all the more significantly, but that's the trade-off many will be willing to make. Definitely. Um, so the next one is Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Balan Wonderworld creator. I hopefully I get this right. UG Naka is considering retiring after leaving Square Enix. Sonic Hedgehog creator, 
announces that he's considering retirement from the game development. The Sonic franchise has entered a surprising reinsurance of the wake of the movie, but its creator appears to con- uh, considering retirement. The legend of the lead programmer of the original Sonic the Hedgehog, former head of Sonic Team and the director of Balon Wonderworld, He's been involved in the development of many legendary games over the course of his career, but it appears that the failure of uh, Bail on Wonder would maybe be too much for him to recover from. So, you know, a legend. A legend in the gaming industry. Mm, up for retirement. Now, who's going to fill those big shoes? Mm. That's the thing. Uh, but other than that, you know, really excited for, obviously, Ratchet and Clank. Um... You're gonna have That's to come around. You're gonna have to come around next weekend and play it. Play it. With oh, we'll love do it. it. Love we'll have it. we'll have an evening. You can come around and we'll just have a few drinks and play a bit of ratchet. Oh, sounds like a plan. Awesome, mate. What about you? Have you got any uh, lovely news? I've got a little bit of news. Yeah. So, um, speaking of the reason why I've given you Battlefield Five, the Battlefield new one that's coming out later this year, the reveal trailer is coming out on the 9th of June. So this Wednesday coming, 9th of June, we will all find out what they are doing for the new Battlefield. Quite excited. Used to, Battlefield 4 was such a good game. The other ones since haven't held my interest as much, but this one is getting quite a bit of hype behind it. And hopefully EA don't make the stupid decisions of adding all the loot crates that they've been doing and they've learned from their mistakes and they just make a proper awesome Battlefield game. So yeah, looking forward to that. Um, the Last of Us 2 is now currently 57% off on the PlayStation Store until the 10th of June. So for those of you listening that haven't played The Last of Us 2 yet, now is the time to do it. They did an update on it uh, last week where you can now, I think it's like a, a PS5 upgrade on it. So now's the time to do it. 57% off. So you're looking at maybe paying 20, 30 quid for one of the best games from last year. Highly recommend that. Um, Crisis Remastered. Did you ever play the Crisis games from back in the day, Rob? Uh, yeah. So they're actually doing a collection of games. They've remastered all of them for next gen, all in one little package, or you can buy them all separately. So that's coming out later this year. Looking forward to that. A little bit of bad news in the fact that and to be fair, this was always on the cards. I don't think anybody expected it to be coming out this year. But God of War, the new game, Ragnarok, has been delayed until 2022. That's been confirmed. But what's interesting, it's actually also coming out on PlayStation 4. A lot of people thought this was going to be one of the first game, first main games that was just going to be PS5 exclusive. But it looks as if they're taking a leaf out of what they're doing with Horizon and bringing it out on both platforms. I think the reason probably for this is because of the lack of consoles for PS5. I think if they didn't have the supply chain issues that they're having, they probably would have done it exclusive to PS5, but to make sure as many people can enjoy the game, they're bringing it out on PS4 too. Um, the other news that I've got is that Sony Bend Studios, who make Days Gone, they've announced that they're now working on a brand new open world IP. So this is interesting because a lot of people really wanted them to make a Days Gone sequel, but from what we understand, the team over at Sony weren't really too keen on their pitch that they were doing for the sequel. So instead, they are now working on a brand new open world IP, which will be coming out sometime 2022, 2023. So hopefully these these guys make great games. I mean, they made Siphon Filter. 
Days Gone was a great game, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they what they do. And then a couple last last bits of news is is that there's a new game that's been announced uh, from a company called Singularity Six. So these are devs from Blizzard, Epic, Root, Zynga, and Sony, and it's basically a new game called Palia. Don't know if you have you seen this. I don't, did I share this video with you? No, you didn't. So it's kind of like it's like a Stardew Valley MMO with World of Warcraft vibes, and it's meant to be a very relaxed MMO experience that brings players together to revive a quaint village whilst working to solve an evolving mystery. It's a bit like Minecraft, where you go and chop trees down, mine stuff, and you can build your own home, and it's fully customizable. But it's an online-only game coming to PC first, and then hopefully coming to consoles. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Check out the video. It's called Palia, so that's P-A-L-I-A. And yeah, I think it looks quite an interesting little game. Something Minecraft-esque, a uh, little bit of like online multiplayer. Kind of, I, I think I'll be really up for that. But the biggest news that I've got is, is that this time next week, it's my favourite time of the year. We've spoken about it before. Rob, I know it's not your biggest thing that you love in the world, but I do. It's E3 next week. And can't fucking wait for it, because it just means new games. And what you'll enjoy, Rob, specifically, is, is that on the 13th of June, so that is this time next week, probably in the evening kind of time, Xbox and Bethesda will be doing their showcase together. So I'm excited. I bet you are, mate. Well, we might have to like watch it together and like take notes down and like do like a bit of like a live stream type kind of thing, doing our reactions. Yeah, that'd be quite cool if we could do that. So, what kind of games are you looking forward to seeing from Xbox and Bethesda? What's what if you could choose one game that you really want I'm not, to see? I, I really want to see some more. Um... The next Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Yeah, massively. I'm not sure that that. I don't know if there's. I don't know what the roadmap's meant to be like. I think we're more likely to see things from Starfield over yeah. Elder Scrolls, but they might do a little bit more of a trailer for Elder Scrolls, possibly. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. I think really Xbox are on such a wave at the moment in terms of the PR that they're actually putting out there that really it would be great if they could put something out there to just keep that interest going of like, yeah, this yeah, is coming tease, out. Yeah, tease, trailer, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, definitely. So yeah, so E3 next week, can't wait, and we will be doing a, a post-E3 show in two weeks' time where we'll talk all about the latest news because obviously it's coming out on Sunday and we record on a Sunday, so the week after. So that'll be the... Not the 13th, it'll be like the 20th. We'll have a big show that we'll talk all about all about E3 from the previous week. So, so yeah, that's pretty much my news. And we will um, we will leave you now with our little gaming stories. Rob, do you want to tell me your little gaming story? Yeah, I mean, like, I have quite a good uh, gamer score, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on my profile. So currently I'm sat at 83,467. Yeah. But if anybody knows, like on Xbox, it's very difficult to find uh, anything that's not a zero or a five. A lot of the achievements are all like five, five points, 10 points, 20 points, 30 points, whatever. But I have a seven on mine. And the reason is, is because I played a game that gave me 
two uh two gamer score um and i can't remember what it is and um so the xbox itself have removed the game um that i got this two gamer score on Hmm. so now uh, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> how to get it to a zero or a five. So if anybody has any ideas, DM, uh, DM me because it's driving me insane. <laughs> like at one point I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on my gamer score. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. It's driving me insane. Um, <laughs> And I've been trying to look for ages, but they removed the game, so and I can't remember what it was. So I'm currently in limbo. God, you hate still being in limbo. Awful. Mate. I hate. It. Oh, mate, <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, that's the thing about games, though. They can be amazing, but they can be infuriating at the same time. That's Bless it. you, mate. Bless you, mate. So my gaming story is a bit of an internet legend. Um, it's basically about a game that I've never really played that much about before but and I didn't really even know much about it until this um, particular thing happened and I'm going to play a clip for you now so that you guys know what it is that I'm talking about and I won't need to go into too much detail you'll probably guess it straight from the start but this particular meme just went completely viral back when it first got uploaded onto YouTube in May 2005 and I think it it turned the game into an even more of a bigger thing than it was before. And I say, I'd never really played it prior to hearing this particular clip that I'm going to put in. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoy it. And I'm sure a lot of you guys out there will have remembered this and it will be one of your gaming stories as well. So I hope you enjoy this, this little clip quickly. Repeating, of course, percentage of survival. Oh, it's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, comes up. Ready, guys? Let's or... do this. Leroy Oh my god, he just ran in. Save him! Oh gee, stick to the plane! Oh gee, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Stick to the plane, Stick to the plane! <laughs> so, so, my gaming story is all about Leroy Jenkins! Fucking so good. Oh, this guy is a living legend within World of Warcraft, so. Anybody else that remembers that, I hope you enjoyed that little bit of a gaming story. And uh, yeah, so that brings us to the end of the show. Rob, do you have any plugs that you'd like to give us the, for this week? Uh, plugs, uh, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, uh, at MrUVG, um, you can always take a look into the gaming community, UVG, Ultimate Vision Gaming. Um, they're also on Twitter uh, and on Twitch. Um, and, you know, follow us, see what's cracking off. There's always something going off. The same as uh, Big Chef, Little Chef. There's always something something happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's uh, a few tournaments that we're looking into setting up, which is going to be good. Um, hopefully we can have outsourced tournaments as well um, and see where that leads us. So apart from that, that's about it, really. Awesome. Well, from us as Big Chef, we are Big Chef Little Chef. You can find us on Twitter. We are Big Chef, Big Little Chef GP. We're on all the major podcasting platforms. 
So if you want to go onto our Twitter profile and click on our link tree, you can listen to the podcast wherever you check your content out from. Thank you so much for listening as always. And we want to say a massive thank you again to my good friend, Johnny Bryant, and the Trip the Light um, Twitch group. So you can find them at TTLF001 on Twitch. And this is um, this is Johnny's song or Johnny's DJ set song called Dreams. So we hope you enjoy it and we will catch you on the next one.
cause you to hide out behind fear. That will cause you to come up with all type of excuses that you can validate your inaction and not acting on your dream. And right now, more than ever, people need to look for ways to live their dream. People need to look for ways to make it on their own. There is no such thing as job security. There's no such thing as a strong proof or tragic proof life. There are no guarantees today, ladies and gentlemen. The illusion is gone. There was a time when, when we graduated from high school, you're told, go to college and get out, and you go and work for a corporation for 30 or 40 years, they give you a gold watch and you retire. And not acting on your dreams.